This season, we're shaking shit up. We're all about that effortless glam and all things wellness. Let's shake it up, ladies. And let's not forget the hot topics. We all need a little tea from time to time. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Basha, coming to you from the A. Welcome to the Ask Basha video podcast. And I'm joined by my fabulous Gwen co-host. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm Ariel Planet. <laughs> I'm coming from LA. I'm your Black Tina, my Dominican, Colombian, and Black representing all here. So, Ooh. hey. And this is Alana coming in from the A. I'm back. I'm back. I'm yes. Back. She's back. Yes. We missed you last week. We did Queen. miss we you. We missed you. We missed you. It was happy to take you. Yeah. <laughs> but you're here you know, now. You're here now. And, and welcome back in the hot seats. You know, I can't wait for today, ladies. I'm excited about this topic because, Mm -hmm. you know, the the topic is obviously when should parenting end? I'm very curious to hear what our parenting expert has to say. I'm at a unique point in my life. I like how I put that, you know, (laughs) where my my hubs and I are parenting an adult and we have Mm -hmm. other friends with adult children and we've seen different perspectives, heard different perspectives Mm -hmm. from a lot of other people about you know, whether parenting needs to change at this point. And we feel that the relationship with your adult child needs to evolve once your mm-hmm. children become adults. Um, Alana, you know, I, I can't help yes. but to ask you because you have a great relationship with your parents. Did your relationship evolve um, once you entered adulthood with your mom and dad? Yes. I mean, it's natural, right? I mean, I'm not of the mindset where after your kids turn 16, 18, 19, I'm not their parent anymore. I really want my parents there and they are there. My dad's low key. He's a little more chill. My mom kind of will find a way to tell you something, but it's evolved over time. And what's very funny is most people know I go back to see them a lot in Miami. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're like, what we say in Trinidad carrying on and yes. I have to tell them, but wait a minute, I'm now the parent and you guys are the children. Like it's like role yeah. reversal. Yeah. So it evolves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I appreciate this and listen, they, they've been living a long time before me. So I appreciate every nugget mm-hmm. that they yeah. drop. Yes. yes. Me. But so, so yes, the, your, your question is that yes, it has evolved. So Ariel, what about you? What do you have to say about this? I mean, I think that's interesting. Um, I, I don't have children yet. So kind of in relating it to my relationship with my parents, like it's, it's very different. My dad, and it might be a cultural thing because um, he's Dominican and Colombian, but he's very much kind of like, you know, you're an adult. You're when you, like when you became an adult in 18, you're kind of on your own kind of a thing. Whereas mm-hmm. like that my mom, to be like that. Yeah. yeah. And my mom is very much like, you're my child until I'm no longer yes. on this earth. Do you know exactly. what I mean? And yeah. so it's just a really funny and I have a great relationship with both of them. It's just an interesting dynamic that, they both sort of have. And I keep telling my dad, I'm like, uh, who is it? A friend of mine, a comedian. She makes a joke. She's like, it wasn't my choice to be born. Like <laughs> you made me feel to take care of me for 18 years. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's it. That's so it. It's, but I'm like, no, that's not the deal we're making. Um, <laughs> so it, it's, it's morphed a bit. And, um, and it, you know, I try to get my dad to be like, listen, like, you know, do this do that but whatever that's just my own take (laughs) oh my god no I feel you listen uh, honestly I feel that there's a fine line between parenting and control once the children becomes adult very different I'm a Mm -hmm. firm believer that if you play that that you play an advisory role once your children Mm -hmm. becomes adults so Mm -hmm. now that you don't 
have the nostalgia of this is all with my baby, my child. But you need yeah. to have established boundaries because <laughs> that 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 is like this is my opinion. Of course, I'm not a professional. We're here from a professional. Uh -huh. But I right. feel that as a rational yeah. thinking adult, mm -hmm. that you can't look at a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old child. Like your parents alone is not yeah. entitled to become an adult and you stay a child forever. So that's my piece. Mm -hmm. That's my two cents. So yeah, um, I agree. You know, there's, I think there's a point in a place like in time, like I know somebody who their mother made their bed and did their laundry and I mean, well into adulthood and like, and the, their lack of responsibility to this day. I mean, that I think there's that, yeah, it's just, all kinds of dysfunction yeah. in that. 100%. See, that's what parenting becomes dysfunctional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, all of all and all of the relationships are different just to mm -hmm. add to that. But it's like what Basha said is. As you get older and you're a parent and your child grows, you give them the tools. You're not witnessing, give them the tools to make the decision, but ultimately they need to make the decisions or choices that they have to make. So I agree. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you still have to do the same type of parenting with a child who, the same kind of parenting you did at 12 with a person who is 25, then something is wrong with your parenting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. That's like, what I'm saying. Is it just you yeah. that way? Oh, come on. Let's get the expert in here, Aria. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm not okay, judging. Okay, okay. I'm not judging. Because I do. I want to talk all about that because Bajri, the son is getting ready to go off to college and you just have to even instill the tools. You know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, let is, let's bring in our guests. Please, 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 please. We're joined today by Michelle Gordon. She's the founder hey, and CEO and editor-in-chief of B3 Magazine coming from Kingston, Jamaica. I will not oh, offend God, with my... Oh, yeah. God. She can do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Welcome to the Ask Baja video podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It is an anytime, honor to be here anytime, with you. Anytime, anytime, anytime. I mean, when we're talking parenting, I'm like, guys, I have the perfect person. Michelle, go on. Yeah, perfect. I'm you excited. heard us, Michelle, chatting, right? We have a lot of opinions, <laughs> but you're the expert. It's a broad yeah. topic. Yeah. Break it down for us. When do you think parenting should end? So, such a broad question, but it let us is. know. It is a very broad question, and I think each of you had um, powerful statements to make, and there is no right way, and there is no mm -hmm. wrong way. It's something I always say, because parenting, it's such an individual journey. Mm -hmm. However, um, when does parenting end? To answer that question, it can't, mm -hmm. it's not a, there's no date, there's no time, there's no mm -hmm. specific um part on that timeline to say that this is when it ends. But I believe that if we start out parenting with certain goals, there's, there's a way that I kind of created a, a little analogy about parenting. And it's almost like we're playing a video game. Mm -hmm. And every level you unlock a different set of challenges. So you've gone through level one and mm -hmm. level one is simple. And at level one as a parent, you're required to provide every single thing for that child mm -hmm. you are a, you're a nurturer you're a provider you're the care you do every single thing mm -hmm. but as the different stages um come on our role is supposed to change and and as mm -hmm. Bob said when that doesn't change if you're still providing the the, the same tools that you are doing at age two and three and you're still doing this at 25 something is wrong, <laughs> it's wrong. It's yeah Helicopter parent in an yeah, unhealthy way. Correct, correct. And, and and helicopter parenting, you said in an unhealthy way, but generally helicopter yeah. parenting isn't. It's yeah. not a healthy, a healthy. method. You know, That's so true. 
yeah yeah we have to figure out and and of course I, I always tell parents that we have to learn to parent the child that we have so yes there are certain rules and regulations oh. that we have to follow mm -hmm. but it is very important for us to understand the individual child because our kids have different needs so even if you have four or five six, mm -hmm. four or five children within the same family you have four or five different individuals so it is yeah. crucial that we understand each child and provide for that child in a specific way. But that really comes with time. Mm -hmm. So in the, to me, in the beginning, um, we, we provide all the basics as a standard. You know, we are the person that they're going to look at. And when I say parents, I'm speaking obviously as a mother, but it goes mm -hmm. both ways, mother and father where we provide okay. children to feel safe. It is important that, and that mm -hmm. also remains throughout the whole continuum of parenting. Yeah. But when you get to 16, I mean, I've just unlocked recently. Well, not recently, oh, but I've unlocked- a new level? Teenager. Yeah, level teenager. That's what a different stage yeah. now, right? Um, <laughs> and that stage, I've, I've found it necessary. And to me, I've downplayed, um, I don't do, Things for them. I heard you talking about earlier, um, Ariel, about a mother who is still making her child's bed. That's insane to me. You know, insane. You, you have to give them the tools. Somebody mentioned yeah. the toolkit, and it's important that as we go along in parenting, we provide our children with certain tools, um, and we can teach them that they can learn anything very, very early. So, at, you can teach a two-year-old how to make his or her own bed, and it becomes a part of them. So, mm -hmm. when you're at nine and ten you're not trying to introduce it at that point precisely yeah so we we set the pace for them we set the foundation um and, and the truth is it makes our lives easier as we go along when you have uh i sent both of my kids to cooking school when they would have been i don't know maybe six seven eight mm -hmm. no i don't have to be begging them please please um fry an egg or or make yeah. it's they can prepare a full meal that's yeah, great. And the truth is, I didn't have that. That wasn't a part of my toolkit. My parents didn't do that for me. You grew up at Holy for help and all kind of something. Exactly. <laughs> Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> we grew up. Um, I'm just talking business, all right? I know, right? But I think it's important. The, the purpose for me, our role as parents, is to equip our children to survive without us. That's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to say that at 18, they're gone. I mean, I've told, yeah. I tell my kids that, look, when you go to university, you're only coming home to visit. You <laughs> come from, right. yeah. you're not moving back inside no. here. Yeah. Yeah. However, however, we understand maybe that may not necessarily yeah. be the we case. Do. But we have to say it. We have to say it and we have mm -hmm. to prepare them for that. I want to prepare them to be functional adults, to be, to make a solid contribution to whichever community they decide to be a part of when they, wherever they end up. Mm -hmm you know um but let me i, I want to ask you a question right because again i don't have children parenting mm -hmm. is very difficult like what ariel said and Baja, your children are always your children mm -hmm. so let's say you provided them all the tools or you didn't and now they're getting to an age 18 20 25 maybe even 30 and they're struggling how do you mm -hmm. as a parent mm -hmm. let go like how how do you that's a good question. Let go or not let go, because then you're really seeing your child. I won't use the word you're suffer, but you, you know that they're going unprepared type of thing. How do you do, you do that? Do you not do that? Do 
So one of the things that I've seen a lot of is parents who end up on a guilt trip. Hmm. And they end up on a guilt trip because they recognize their shortcomings where they didn't do certain things or, or, or lay a particular foundation. So the first thing that I would say is that we have to release that guilt trip feeling, the feeling of, I'm sorry, I didn't. And look at it very objectively. Now, if you have a 30-year-old who is still very, very dependent, <laughs> at that point, you are required to have a very, very solid, very strong conversation with that adult child, as Basha said. <laughs> That's an adult. You no longer, no longer oh, my baby. Yeah. It's a problem. That's a problem. So certainly conversations need to be had. What are your goals? And these are conversations that the truth is, if you're starting it at age 30, it's late. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what are your goals? What are you going to do? I'm not saying you're going to turn your back on your child. I'm not saying that either. You know, that's not a recommendation, but we have to figure out. I mean, how long do you want to carry that burden? And burden is a strong mm-hmm. word. But how long do you want to do that? The sooner we recognize that they are not ours to keep forever, mm-hmm. the earlier or, or the sooner we recognize that is the easier the journey, the entire journey becomes. Mm-hmm. But if those if those are the circumstances 25 30 and i mean i've heard cases of 40 year olds still living at home and it happens that's, uh, that's an enabling well, sometimes we need outside <laughs> intervention because if <laughs> what did you say ariel part of this i was just like that's some enabling i mean at 40 i mean yeah I, I totally thought you said that's my name exactly I was like, what? oh no 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 his daughter's two and a half so he's, he's still in the level one <laughs> um, no yeah, level one exactly. no at, at that stage um if, if if you are faced with that circumstance at that particular age, you need you need an intervention because the truth is, if mm-hmm. my child at age forty is That's still like home, good I, I, I think so I'm probably yeah. not the one who's going to be able to correct it. So That's someone, yeah, yeah, and there are different there are different ways to get that sort of intervention, get um, help, different sources. But mm-hmm. if I am the problem, chances are I may not be the solution. As a parent, it's so true because you can't think outside of what's happening. Can mm-hmm. I tell you something? As 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 a parent, um, who I know we have kids right around the same stage, right? Mm-hmm. But as a parent, preparing along with my husband, preparing for a son, a firstborn son, to go to college. Mm-hmm. So many parents are struggling with letting go and so on. You know what my real fear is? My real fear is. My ch- as a parent, I'm thinking if I love my son and I want mm-hmm. what's best for him, my greatest fear would be him not being able to function as an adult. That's mm-hmm. correct. And parents, yeah, think, I- I've never heard any of my friends in the same age saying that they're all holding on and hanging on to this adult and trying to, you know, our kids are not like goats. We don't put a, 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 a something around their neck. They're not like dogs on a leash. All right, These yeah. are people like us who deserve to be able to go out there. And I pray for soft mistakes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a lot of parents are struggling with empty nesting. You know, for me, my husband and I, we're praying. But our greatest fear is that we did all of this. And then you can't function as an adult. I, right. That is more of a fear for me than you leaving. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm looking like, forward to my kids going. I what? genuinely am looking forward to them this going. Expensive. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm 
looking forward to them going and finding their footing. And as you said, you just said something so perfect. And I'm going to steal that from you. Just making soft mistakes. Soft mistakes. I love that. I soft mistakes. Because we we all made mistakes. We chose the wrong guy. We chose the wrong girl. We did Mm -hmm. some stupid things. We might have run up our credit card. We all made. But those were soft mistakes. What I don't want is drug addiction. um, Incarceration. You, all right. You know, all right. I will take these soft mistakes. You're an adult. I can't be yeah. too afraid for you to make mistakes because of my control issues. But do you know, Baja, one of the ways that we can avoid that when we get to this stage of parenting is when our children are younger, is not pick them up every time they fall. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, it can't wow. be every single time there is an incident or an accident i mean i I have a friend who's like she's like is there any blood are there any bones sticking out you're okay (laughs) you have to allow them to fail it's important for them to fail and to figure out how to how to come back from their own downfall because if Mm -hmm. we keep picking them up they'll never be able to pick themselves up when the time comes Correct, correct. You know, our son recently got a job. Again, I have oh. friends who, oh my, my oh God, you know, like they don't want their children to work because they're too affluent for their kids to work. Oh, boy. Yo, listen, no. No. My son is. Alana, we're like, no. No, I'm no. telling you, these are things that people say. Our son is about to go to college or whatever, but how is he going to know how to, to save a dollar or spend a dollar if he's never earned a dollar? Yeah, exactly. And the value of it. Yeah. It's a simple job. I mean, when he tells us he rate again, we're laughing. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He, he, right. he went and he got his job all on his own. Excellent. All on his own. But the sense of pride we feel seeing him having to reach for a certain time. What people don't understand is that's what he's developing. It's not about the money. It's right. the discipline, right. the, the, the respect of, of a, you know, to respect authority, to respect understand time. responsibility, time, all these things right. we want our kids to know. Yeah. yeah that's that, my parents are very much like how, like how you parent, Basha is like how mm-hmm. my parents did, you know, and it's, like, it's it, but it's, a, it's, um, what do you, you didn't say, but it's like pride, self to see self of accomplish self accomplishment to see your kids mm-hmm. go out there and to be able to make yeah. it. You know, yeah. my parents, I, I mean, what I'm just saying that that for me, that's good parenting, you know. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. And I mean, yeah. that's the way sometimes I talk to people, especially in these North American streets and they make me think like this. <laughs> I can North American streets. I'm spitting fire. It's been a it's been a long week. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. But you know, I'm just I'm you know, coming to you, you know, telling you the truth. Yeah. No, yeah, I enjoyed I, getting I, my first job. Sorry, thinking about it, like, you know, you have your own money, a paycheck coming in, and it just feels like a sense of like, this is mine. I earned it and I can spend it how I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's responsibility. And you can now make the first purchase and nobody helps you to, to, to nobody can do it. And I, yeah. I don't want to freak you ladies out, but I didn't mention that he has to pay a bill from his, his, his little fees. A bill, even if it's a $20 Ooh. bill, he has to pay a bill. How are you going to learn to pay a bill? And I listen, like you think Ibar is his mother. <laughs> his mother is like, yo, tell me how much money you're making. I need X and Y towards the water bill. <laughs> No, but that's excellent. That's excellent. We don't joke at Powell's residence. <laughs> I, I've always said that the worst thing that any parent can do to a child is to spoil them. Correct. When we spoil children, we 
we don't give yeah. them the tools to survive at all. Yeah. And, and oh, I want to bring something up really quickly. Thinking of that, sorry, and more Michelle too. Like back with the whole scandal couple years ago when all the parents were paying to have their children to take these oh, tests, the SATs, yeah. like you didn't trust your children that yes. they were going to pass the test. And Correct. so just how that's the debilitating for them being like, you didn't trust me to even, and they didn't even know the kids weren't even aware. So that's, that's kind of a thing where parents take it to an extreme level, you know, and that's what happens a lot. And I mean, I don't know if Basha can attest to this. There's so many parents who compete with each other. So oh, really, oh my gosh. That's so true. Especially, especially at the college stage, like, yeah, where's it going? At every stage, just the same. So it's unlocked level mm -hmm. 16. Unlock, it's as crazy yeah. when, um, you know, it, even at sports days, there's so many different areas that parents compete. And it really sets mm -hmm. to me, poor example. Again, again we are not those kind of parents. No, absolutely yeah. not. But I think no, you're not. Us, no, we're not. But, it's important but, to identify it. And, and yes. for me, I'm in the business of helping parents to parent yeah. well. Mm -hmm. So you do a great job like, at that, Queen. I have to tell you, that's why we had to call you up. Thank you. Because really you know, because when you do that, also when the parents are competing, you're teaching your children to watch other people, what they have, what they do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, my parents' number one thing is don't watch people yeah. <laughs> do what you need know, to do. They, that's right. You don't know don't how watch your body, watch yourself. watch yourself, watch yourself. Yes, you know. Yes. I, I mean, I think I've said this on this platform before. Growing up, I didn't have anybody pushing me to tell me, "Hey, you're the greatest." You're the. I had to tell myself, so I yeah. didn't have time to compete with a friend. I I am so busy trying to just mm -hmm. take it to the next level for me. You mm -hmm. understand? I just yeah. had to do that. And and for that boy, I, I thank God that he put a man in my life who was his father who could be on the same wavelength. And he's like, no, I had to be a man for much younger than you. And that's what had mm -hmm. me where I am today. These kids yeah. were raised, you know, flying all over the world. And, that. and then a sudden drop. Bam. You're a man now. Pay your mm -hmm. bills. Get a job. Savage. But I and I talk about this all the time, probably at nauseum, like I'm an 80 year old with like 20 children. But the reason why I talk about it so much is because the younger generation today are so obsessed with getting, competing, doing, they're going to extreme mm -hmm. measures to get, to have, to look. And it's like people are dying, it's disruptive, they're doing all kinds of just you know, things to themselves yeah. to get something, it, be with mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah. think it's a really... Ain't nobody um, being raised in this house like that because we're yeah, trying to live with our children. If we yeah. love them, let them go. Teach them, Absolutely. get them ready for life because life is prepare high. Them prepare them and send them out. Send them out. Yeah, I'm yes, ready. Exactly. I'm going to cry, Michelle. As we're <laughs> wrapping up, I got to tell you, I'm going to cry. I'm going to, wherever you going, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell my husband after we drop, I'm like, please stop the car. I need to boil. But this one. I'm gonna be happy. It will be happy tears. Cause yes. I know cry, I'm not crying. I'm gonna be like my husband said he's not crying. Maybe he's a I'm Jamaican. He will, he will. You he let us know. He will. I believe he's Michelle that she's not gonna cry. Michelle is gonna be at the door laughing and waving. Bye. See you three yeah. months. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Hurry up. I wish him well. I, I am looking you. forward to my empty nesting, especially with us, our last one having autism. I mean, it's going to be such a joy to see him. We're preparing mm. oh, him yeah, for, for adulthood. And, that's, and that's, a, that's a different kind of preparation. But yeah, we're doing it. And let me tell you something. He gives us hope because he's even more independent than the average mm. mainstream yeah. child. You know? That's great. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I got, I got, kudos, we're, to we're, you. kudos to you, Baja. 
Yeah. 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 A lot of the, the lads don't get the credit they deserve. Like half of this is me, the other half is an outstanding father, giving them an example. Incredible. So I, I'm not gonna sit down here and take that kind of credit and you know and leave the man out there. <laughs> All right, so yeah. <laughs> me, it was good. It was good. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come and go follow her on IG at B3 Boss Mom. Yes. Phenomenal. You, you have to follow the screen and she'll be back. She'll be back. We need more advice. Thank you, no ladies. Half an, half an hour is not enough. Okay, Mish? We'll it was you awesome. Soon. Love you guys. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Yo, that's some that serious, great. serious facts there. Yes. 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 All right. All right, <laughs> ladies. We're pressed for time. And we got yes. to move into our What's fashion good? segment with the queen. The queen of fashion at the Ask Basher podcast. Mm -hmm. This is a good topic. in the Melbourne. <laughs> What are we talking Hello. about today, Alana? Are you hearing us? Um, I, I can hear you. I mean, I'm frozen, but I can hear you. So as long good. as you can hear. Yeah. That's the best frozen photo I've seen in a long time. All right. So, here, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, yes, let's tell me. About, let's talk about this issue here. Are, are, you, um, are you into um, couples coordinating the matchy-matchy degree? Oh. Ah! <laughs> I'm cringing at that. Sorry, is that, go on. Is, no. is that a fashion no. thing? Is that... I mean, in which no, sense is that? I do not like it at all, but there's a caveat. So, like, you know, on Instagram, there's this couple in like a tracksuit. Ariel, did you see them? And they do this dance to the RB and they have on the same tracksuit sneakers. So, basically, no, let me just break it down. Mm -hmm. If you are, I, I personally do not love to see couples matching, mm -hmm. matching, mm -hmm. matching, identical, nor do I like them to see even in the same color. What I like is contrast or court complementary. So like mm -hmm. Zendaya and her man, Ariel, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. I don't know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Spider-Man and Zendaya. They do it. Mm -hmm. amazing. <laughs> they're so amazing coordinating. So like if they're at a wedding or something, a similar, you know, an aesthetic, but. Aesthetic just, or I color. Just, I just, I just sometimes, sometimes I, on date night, my husband and I what? pop up wearing stuff that we didn't plan. Like he would be getting happen. happen. So that's, but not exact, but we might end up wearing black right. together, but totally wasn't planned, you know? Yeah. Right. As long as you're not doing a Britney and Justin, right? A lot of kids yeah. remember no, Britney, no, no Britney and Justin. Denim. No. Russell Williams. Is that his name? Russell Williams? Wilson. And Wilson. 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 Sorry. Oh. And Sierra do a good job at complimenting each other, not yeah. the identity. Compliment, not matching. I think that's Except the word when word. it's football day, then she's like, yeah. Totally like she's football decked down. But you're colors, okay, yeah. Queen. You're okay with the complimenting. But not, yes. like, I'm going on date night right after with this. Yes. So if yeah. he's wearing black, I'm going to take up my top. Like, come on now. No, no. no so, okay, no. Sam, you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't like matchy matchy. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> no. like it either. Like the Complimenting Justin, Justin thing is not happening. Get to coordinate. No, that's yeah, too extreme. I gave you guys no, 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 no. two examples. Compliment mm -hmm. each other, like mm -hmm. Ciara and Russell, or mm -hmm. Spider Man and Zendaya. I like that. I like that, Queen. Good to go. Well, well, well. So, on that note, we got some fashion advice. And now it's time for Hot Topics with Hot Topics. Hot Topics. This isn't so much a hot topic. It's more of an opinion for you guys. It's it, We were talking about, I was having conversations with friends and talking about, oh, was there a celebrity that inspires you? And I was like, mm -hmm. no, nobody really inspires me. But then somebody was like, well, wait a minute. Like, here's an example. Like, J-Lo at 50-something or Halle Berry and their bodies. You know what I mean? Like, just looking 
fierce and fit and fabulous and tight. Yeah, when I saw her in Hustlers, the scene in Hustlers when she did the poll, I was like, my head turned sideways. I was like, <laughs> damn. So that's what I mean. So that kind of inspired. But do you guys have anybody that, you know, I don't know, throw the conversation out. Okay, go. Ooh, ooh, you go, Alana. Okay. You go, you go. Okay, and again, I'm an old soul. I'm telling you, I must be 80. But to me, Oprah Winfrey is oh, the bomb.com. If I could be that woman, oh, I just yeah. think she's amazing. I love her. Oh, okay. Okay, you want that money. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not mad at that one. But, you know, maybe five years ago, I would have had Alana's answer. So mm-hmm. for me now... I, there's no one person. I need a little bit of everybody. But in terms of aesthetics, since we started with aesthetics, like how yeah. you said, you and Hustler, my girl, mm-hmm. like in terms of how I want to age and I want to be killing it and I want to be snatched, but beautiful and, and um, age appropriate in my style, Angela mm-hmm. Bassett all the way. I want oh, the yeah. money and the body, honey. She's aging like a fine wine. Oh, I will agree okay. on that. Yeah. Alana, tell yeah. me you, you don't like that one for me. I do. I do. I love her. I yes, lo- okay, yes. so if I let me pick somebody aesthetic wise, then okay, okay. And for Oprah, it's not the money. I just think she's a human. Uh, I know. I'm here. Okay, so for aesthetic, Angela mm-hmm. plus. Why am I forgetting everybody's name today? Viola. Ooh, what about Viola? No, Diana it. Ross's daughter. Well, Tracy. Tracy. Ellis Tracy. Ross. Tracy. Oh, Ellis, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. She Tracy Ellis back in- Ross. And Angela she's Bassett. always looking fly. She's yeah. always looking fly and fun and like rocking sneakers yeah. with the whole she, like she does tomboy so glam. Nice. Yes, just your kind of glam, Ariel. Yeah, yeah. you see. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she's not glam. my kind of glam, but Angela Bassett. Oh. Honey. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's I love me you. some Angela Bassett. That would be my muse in terms of somebody that yes. I wanted to 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 present like at, at a certain age. You know what I mean? Anyways, mm-hmm. ladies, that was fun. Um, you yes. know, all good things must come to an end. And you know, in life, talking about how you want to look, how you looked, whatever, whatever. I try not to have regrets about things that I've done, you know, but I recently realized that very successful people are not concerned about what other people have to say about them or what they do. Many of us mm-hmm. were raised to make choices based on what other people think, like what they say. Newsflash, people will always have something to say about you, even if they have to make it up. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know if you guys saw my my recent Instagram reel where, and, and I really meant this reel. Just in case y'all thought I was being funny, I meant every word. And she said, "I don't care what people have to say about me. I'ma do me. I'ma do I like me. That. You know, yeah. that is in my head twenty four seven. I have a lot going on in my place. You know, I'm I'm out here just trying to kill it and level up and you know and do me. And I just want to tell you guys, I'm done." I don't care what people got to say. I'm going to do me, all right? So on that note, <laughs> we're out. Go chase your dreams, everybody. Because if you're popping, they'll be watching. It's Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'm up. Bye, queens. Love you, ladies. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>